0: It's time to look at this from the perspective that you are most likely a fan of if you are a uh, an ESPN 1350 listener here in Des Moines, and that is the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Drake Bulldogs. Uh, As you can see in the background, if you're watching live on Facebook, you can't see this if you're just listening to the podcast. But as you can see behind me, that's the bracket. That's most of the bracket. The parts we're going to talk about here today, we're going to get into more later, I'm sure. But we're talking about Basically, this part, this little corner of the bracket in the West, right? That's all that really matters for the uh, the purposes of this podcast. And that is that little blank spot next to USC right there at a play-in game. And then down here, Iowa playing against somebody I've never heard of. So <laughs> let's start with the team that's going to play first. The game you'll be able to hear on 1350 ESPN. And that is the Drake Bulldogs going up against... Wichita State, this is not a good play. This is not a good draw for Drake. Um, Friday on Wicket's World, I told you that Drake might be a play-in team. And as long as nothing went haywire in these conference tournaments as we got into the weekend, Drake was going to be safe. But stuff went goofy, stuff went wonky, including the team they're going to face in Wichita State on on Thursday, which I believe they are the second game. I don't know if we have all the game times yet, but the graphic I saw on CBS was that they are going to be the second game. And that being said, uh, this is a team that they were supposed to, I'm sorry, this was a team that was supposed to win its conference tournament. This was a team that, well, let's be honest, they choked to Cincinnati, a team that Almost. Re- Listen, had Cincinnati won their conference tournament, Wichita State was supposed to get there and face again and face off against Houston. That's what was supposed to happen. Right. Well, that's not necessarily what did happen as Wichita State found out Cincinnati went on this ridiculous run and Cincinnati ruined kind of the party. More on that coming up in just a second. All right. Uh Basically, what happened now, what happens now is Drake, who was one of the last four in for the entire week. Like, that's all we saw from Lenardi and Jerry Palm and all of these experts. It was that they are supposed to be the last four in one of the last four teams in. Well, you know what happened this weekend? Oregon State won the Pac-12 championship. You know what else happened this weekend? Georgetown won the Big East championship. Neither of those were supposed to happen. Neither one of them was supposed to happen. Uh, that's not, that's bad, okay? That's never good for a team like Drake, who is an at-large bid, hopefully, out of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. That's never a good thing. Um, so when when I saw Oregon State win, and when you saw uh, Georgetown win, all of a sudden, you had to look at that as a Drake fan and say, that ain't good. That's not good for us. They were the sixty eight team to get into the NCAA tournament. Drake was last. Drake was the last team to get in, which meant had things worked out the way they were supposed to work out in the uh in the Pac 12 of the Big East tournament, had things worked out the way they were supposed to work out, Drake would have been the 67 66th team. Which means they still probably would have been playing in the play-in game on Thursday. Which sucks, but that's what happens when you're an at-large team. You don't have any tremendous wins out of the Missouri Valley Conference tournament, and you don't win you don't win the, the the conference championship. You know what I mean? So if you're a Drake fan, you're lucky you got in, but you're not happy about the way that this went down because you thought after being and Drake went for a, a ridiculous roller coaster ride, didn't they? I mean, they were 16 0, 17 0, whatever it was. Uh, they wound up having to pause for COVID. They lose their two best players. They still make it. Coach DeVries still made it to the MVC championship game, which was unbelievable. But the committee looked at their their ranking, their record. The committee looked at, I'm gonna bring up some numbers for you, because these are fun stats. The committee looked at their quad one, they were one and two. In quad two, they were five and oh, which is amazing. But their strength of schedule was three hundred and fifth, three hundred and fifth. Amazing. So that's why a team like Utah State, who is also on the bubble, ESPN showed this today during one of the games I was watching. Their net rating was 39. They were 2 and 5 in quad 1, 2 and 1 in quad 2. So they were 4 and 6 in quad 1 and 2. But Utah State, who wound up as an 11 seed, Utah State was 110th. Their strength their strength of schedule was 110th. That's why they get in to play Friday or Saturday and that's why Drake in their 305th ranked schedule Puts them in the play in in the, the play game against Wichita State. The winner's going to get what USC and and we'll we'll talk about maybe a dream scenario, right? Maybe something special that could be pretty interesting, pretty fun down the road, huh? We'll we'll, we'll talk more about that a little bit later on. So they play on Wednesday. Coach Devries is speaking as I'm recording this. I have no idea if uh, you know the big name if Tank Hempill is going to play. So without Tank Hempill, without Roman Penn, against a really good Wichita State team that just got brought back down to earth on Saturday night when they got upset by Cincinnati, Drake's Drake's got a real tough road ahead. A real tough road ahead. They play on Wednesday. That's how they got to this point by, you know, hook, by crook, by by COVID, by pause, by injury. That's why Drake is playing on Wednesday, and they got a tough draw in Wichita State. That is not, the the committee didn't do them any favors. Not that I would have wanted to see Drake go up against Michigan State or UCLA, the other two at large big boy conference teams that got you know the the, the bids into play in on on uh, playing Thursday or whatever. But still, that's that's a real tough draw, real tough go for uh, the the Drake Bulldogs. If they get Tank Hempill back and if Joe Yesufu plays as well as he has been playing for most of these last couple of weeks since Roman Penn went down, I think Drake can pull the upset. I'm I do not know the Vegas lines are out yet. I can look that up as I'm trying to talk to you, I guess. Uh Drake, Wichita State line. Let's see if there is one. Drake is a early favorite by a, what do I got? A half point. So it's basically a pick'em. Basically is a pickem. them. Uh, we shall see. You know, I can go over all these. Wow. There's some ridiculous numbers already out from Ken Palm and all these things and just ridiculous. This is going to be a fun matchup to watch. You're going to see a, a, a group of great guards in this one, especially if Tank Hempel could go for Drake. So this is a good one. This should be a good one on Thursday. If they get Tank back and he would, this will be four weeks since the injury. I'll take Drake. Because I think DeVries and company will be ready. But again, you got a mad Wichita State team. So we got a lot to learn between now and Wednesday when the dance begins and we get to that first matchup. All right, so there's that other thing we were talking about, the other matchup that is of interest. And by the way, if Drake wins, now this is a long way down the road. If you're looking at the bracket, you see Drake right there. If they win over Wichita State and they beat USC... And then they beat either Kansas or Eastern Washington. And I got no, no idea about what's going to happen there. We've all seen Kansas choke their, the life out of the fans <laughs> every single year, especially under Bill Self, lose a game they're not supposed to. And this is not a great Kansas team. I think you know that if you've been watching college basketball. But if you're counting it out, okay, they beat USC, and then they can they get past Kansas and Eastern Washington? Right here. I'm not real good at this chroma key thing yet. You could see Drake against the Iowa Hawkeyes in the Sweet 16. How cool would that be for the state of Iowa? What's Iowa State fan going to do if that does happen? Iowa gets Grand Canyon. I don't know anything about Grand Canyon. I know nothing about Grand Canyon. Um, my buddy Armin up at 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, Sports Talk Station up there, had to tell me that Grand Canyon was was not even D1 till eight years ago. I read that Grand Canyon is the uh is only in their third year of eligibility to play in the NCAA tournament. Here's what I do know about Grand Canyon. Their mascot is spelled L O P E S. I don't know if that's Lopez, La Paz, Lopes, but I will learn it <laughs> by the time we get to Friday. If you know how to pronounce it, you tell me, and I'm and I'll be totally down for that. The other thing I know about uh, Grand Canyon, they have, and I want to make sure I don't get this wrong, because I was reading up on them right before I started going live here. Uh, Grand Canyon has a defense that ranks second in the nation for opponent field goal percentage. They hold their opponent, Iowa fan, listen up, this is important. Grand Canyon holds their opponents to the second lowest field goal percentage in America. They play out in the WAC, where New Mexico State is. There's always a lot of points scored in those games. So this will be a very interesting matchup. I don't know how big Grand Canyon is. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know everything about Grand Canyon. I didn't even know they were eligible for the tournament until an hour ago when I saw Iowa Grand Canyon pop up in the bracket on CBS, just like you did. Uh, Grand Canyon is really good defensively. Iowa is really good offensively. This should be a tremendous chess match to watch. Fran McCaffrey versus Bryce Drew. Now, if you don't know, if you don't remember Bryce Drew, he hit that huge shot for Valpo against Florida 20 years ago. I'll never forget where I was watching that game. But it was that one that got heaved the length of the court. Somebody caught it, hit uh, Bryce Drew, who was coming the same direction. He hits the three. They beat Florida. It's one of the most famous shots in the history of the NCAA tournament. That guy coaches Grand Canyon. That's all I got. He was a TV commentator a year ago. This is his first year coaching in uh, coaching the Grand Canyon basketball team, we'll say, until I figure out how to actually say it right. Uh, So you have the nation's number one offense in Iowa going up against the nation's number two defense in Grand Canyon. That's going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Of course, it all starts and ends with the two big guys for the two big names for the uh, for the Hawkeyes. If Garza and Weiskamp are on, this should be a game that is over by halftime. But this is the NCAA tournament. Nothing is ever a lock. I told the story uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show how man, 2006, something along those lines. The last time Iowa was a three seed, they played against Northwestern State. I was at the game. It was the first game of the NCAA tournament. I was working in Ann Arbor. I had driven with my buddy Ben uh, over to the Palace of Auburn Hills, and we were watching Iowa and Northwestern State, and I was sitting straight on. At the guy who hit the shot in the corner, don't even know his name, for Northwestern State, because I had Iowa in my Final Four. I went to that game. I was rooting for the Hawkeyes. And what happened? The dude hits the shot, knocks out one of my Final Four teams within the first three hours of the NCAA tournament. Back then, I used to smoke cigarettes. I don't now, but went out and had a cigarette. My buddy looked at me. I said, yep, lit up a cigarette, took out that lighter, lit up the bracket. I was done. I was out of the NCAA tournament, so you never know what can happen. Even with a 15 next to Grand Canyon's name and a two next to uh, Iowa's name, you just you have no idea what's going to happen in this one. It's going to be, it'll be a test. I know that people see 15-2 and and you just think ah they're going to roll right past them. But if 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 Grand Canyon's defense lives up to what it's supposed to be and Iowa is off like they were on Friday night against Wisconsin in the uh, you know shooting from three. Iowa might be the big upset in the NCAA tournament. I do love, by the way, Iowa's path if they do get past Grand Canyon, which I assume they will get past Grand Canyon. But if they do get past Grand Canyon, then they get either VCU or Oregon. Oregon, a lot of people thought was going to win the the Pac-12 tournament. Again, Oregon State wound up winning. uh, And VCU. Those teams love to pressure. It'll be interesting to see what Iowa does against either of those two teams should they advance past Grand Canyon. But Oregon and VCU bring the they bring their strength is the greatest weakness of Iowa. And I mentioned this on my podcast last night. I've talked about it on the show. The biggest problem for Iowa is when they faced when they face athletic guards. They face athletic wings. That's what VCU is. That's havoc. That's what what Oregon brings, the speed of the Ducks. If Iowa's if going to advance, they're going to have to shoot really well against either of those two teams to get to the Sweet 16. I'm going to write Iowa into my Sweet 16. I promised I would. I said I don't even care what the matchups are. But that second round could be real scary uh, because, again, Iowa's weakness is is uh, is uh, the strength of VCU and the strength of Oregon, and it's the strength of Illinois who beat their pants off in the uh, Big Ten semifinal yesterday. Athletic wings—they've got to shoot. Bohannon's got to shoot. wieskamp has got to shoot. All these guys got to shoot. All of them got to hit. If they don't, if they don't do that, it's going to be a very quick trip back from Indianapolis. All right, that's just the way that it uh, that it's going to be. So there it is. That's my initial thought, the immediate thought, the immediate breakdown of the NCAA tournament for Iowa and for Drake. Drake playing on Wednesday, Iowa playing on Friday. If Drake wins on Wednesday, I'm sorry, Drake playing on Thursday, they've moved the schedule. My brain isn't, hasn't caught up yet. Drake plays Thursday. Should they win, they'll play on Saturday. Iowa plays on Friday. Should they win, they will play on Sunday. It's a weird tournament this year. It goes all the way through the weekend and into Monday for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. A reminder to you, sign up for our bracket contest. We have a mayhem contest going on March mayhem because we're not allowed to call it what you actually do call it, but you know you know what it is. go go, <coughs> go to ESPN Des Moines dot com sign up we got great prizes we're giving away uh all different kinds of food prizes we've got an iowa hawkeyes basketball jersey to give away and also a drake bobblehead all thrown in because those are the two teams around here that made it to the ncaa tournament (laughs) sorry cyclones maybe next year iowa state can can get a, a prize into our prize pack uh if you get a perfect bracket by the way you win a million bucks ESPN Des Moines will have it up on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page as well. I'm sure it'll get tweeted out. Follow us at ESPN DSM. I think I can't pick. I can't pick Wednesday yet. I definitely believe that Iowa will get past uh, Grand Canyon. I think they'll get to the Sweet 16. I'm uh, cautiously optimistic that they'll get into the Sweet 16. And then after that, we shall see. I'll do another podcast about the rest of the Big Ten, the Big 12 as well later on in the week when we get closer to Wednesday. Definitely going to be blogging about this all week because the NCAA tournament is here. It is the best time of the week, even with a funky schedule, even with COVID. We made it all the way to uh, the NCAA tournament. So that is my breakdown and my initial thought. Selection show was an hour ago. Uh, this is where we're at right now with Drake and with Iowa. So until next time... Thank you so much. Make sure you are tuning in Uh, this Friday. We have a full show of Wicket's World on 1350 ESPN and streaming on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page. If you haven't liked ESPN Des Moines on Facebook, please do. We're about to be the second most popular sports talk Facebook page in Des Moines, which is amazing. (laughs) That's the. That's where the bar's at, baby. You know how it goes. So make sure you like ESPN Des Moines on Facebook. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Thanks for watching live if you're watching on the Facebook stream. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Mike Wicket, and sign up. Make sure you sign up for our bracket contest at ESPNDesMoines.com. That is it. Enjoy it. Fill out your brackets. Have fun the next couple of days because the tournament ramps up and kicks off. We get four games coming up on, uh, on Thursday. So my name is Mike Wickett. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, adios.